Garden files lost. Now activating John Howey protocol. Garden files found. Initiating lost files. Captain, we have a proximity alert with the planet Geekery. We are approaching collision. Quicks, get somebody on the comms. Enter in the security code. Security code accepted. Hey guys, welcome to Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show and ministry from a couple of devoted geeks devoted to letting people know that they're loved. My name is Dallas and with me is Celeste. So if you want to find us, our podcast is on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Garden. And we are also to be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes. And YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Right. I forget we have to say that <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, we do. Uh, but all those are found simply by looking for Geek Devotions. So today, guys, our show, uh, it's, it, if you hear some rumbling in the background, it's because it is a dark and stormy night. And so what better night than any other than to talk about Gotham? Bum, bum, bum! <laughs> so uh, we are caught up on Gotham right now, and we're super excited about it. And so this episode is actually going to have some spoilers for the last episode that aired on May 8th, 2017. Uh, it's called Heroes, Heroes Rise, The Primal Riddle. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Y'all have no idea how hard it was for us to catch up. On, <laughs> like, we're only caught up on one show at the moment, mm. and we're one episode behind on the other show we were caught up on. We just, we have a busy life. Yeah. So with today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what's happening in the show right now and, and specifically how it parallels and diverts from the comic books because they've taken some creative liberty. It, I, I'm enjoying it, yeah. to say the least, but we're going to get into that. Um, to, to be fair, we're going to start off with just kind of the IMDB, uh, I guess, description of... Is there synopsis? It's like when you flip the back a book over and you read the back of the book, right? To know if you want to read the book or you open the front cover and read the the little thing that's that's there that kind of is like, hey, this is what this is. Right, right. So the IMDb description of this says this: the most unhinged villains of Gotham come together as the Riddler continues his conquest. Gordon's search for answers keeps leading him back to the Court of Owls. Alfred notices a change in Bruce, while Bruce, too, confides in Selina. Instant. Alright, so there's going to be a lot of spoilers for, for this, so if you haven't watched the show, uh, check it out. What are we, we watching on Hulu? Originally? Yeah, we watched it on Hulu. When, when, when we're behind. Yeah. That's pretty much what, where we watch everything. We <laughs> forget <Yeah>. commercials exist <laughs> because of Hulu. Right. So uh, we're going to just kind of break down a couple of interesting things that take place in this. Uh, first off, I think it's interesting, um, the Temple Shaman who has Bruce. Um, this is this is interesting. He seems to have Bruce, and he's, he's training him. Uh, for some reason, and um, what's your thoughts on this, dear? Well, I he kind of looks like he's going to be 
Like, I think he's Raj, but he's kind of white to be Raj. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a thing. I know that in the the Christian Bale by Batman movies, it's like Raj is a British man. Right. But I don't know if that's actually you know, canon. Right. You know, it's changed a little bit here and there. Um, he definitely has some Arabic-looking background, but he's also definitely Caucasian sometimes uh, I don't think I don't know for sure I mean if you're if you're listening to this just favor and tweet us or, or send us a message on Facebook let us know your thoughts um, and let us know uh, where where he comes from what his background is yeah but you're I think you're right he does seem kind of like it's the Raj character like I'm wondering if he is one of the upper ups in the league right like he's not quite Raj enough because he's not mean enough. Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting is that, um, and I forgot exactly how he said it, but when when Bruce first meets him, he seems to suggest that he's not part of the Court of Owls, but rather he's using them to um, to supply his purpose, like like there are means yeah. to his to his personal end, which is very Rajagul. Right. Well, and so jumping jumping show ships for a minute. Is is Raj like in the comics? Is it like in Arrow where just the person who's in charge is called Raj? No, no. In in the comics, Raj is he is literally the immortal Raj Agul because he has the Lazarus Pit and he dips himself in the Lazarus Pit when he's about to die and he comes back a little crazy for a while, maybe kills a manservant or two, and then kind of recomposes himself. And um, now there's been different versions of that, like how it happens and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Jason Todd, who was like the second Robin, was dipped in, and he went crazy also. Well, yeah. Um, there was an Elseworlds version that went down. Uh, I think it was Elseworlds. That was just this really random version. And um, he'd actually begin to kind of morph and like Ooh. transform into almost more, like literally look like the demon of the demon's head. So ah. it was really interesting. But That's yeah, it's, nice. it's the same it's the same man throughout. Okay. It's the way it's supposed to be. That's one thing I didn't like about Arrow, and I think if they go that route in Gotham, they're sealing the fate of there's no crossover between Gotham and uh, the WB. Well, no, because WB opened up the, with the parallel universes. Yeah. So well, that changes things. And they've already stated that this one is not in the same world as everything else, mm-hmm. like Supergirl's Earth yeah, yeah. 1 or something, and... The Arrow Flash verse is Flaro. like what? Flaro, that's what they're calling it. Flaro verse. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty then. Yeah. Well, okay. No, I refuse. Flash Arrow verse. Um, <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Right. It. You know they're like Earth sixty six. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who's to say that this isn't like Earth three hundred? Right. Absolutely. So, so coming off of that, talking about another topic we wanted to bring up about this one episode, so much in one episode. So much. So much. Is the fact that Penguin's kind of gone on a hunt to unite all the misfits. Yeah. Like, he pulls up Firefly and Mr. Freeze and Ivy. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I'm kind of glad because I really like Firefly. Mm-hmm. Like, I like her character. She's a little nuts. <laughs> but I like her character. I like who she is. Um, 
so again, I I really haven't read the Batman comics. Um, the most into that world I've gotten is I read some of the reboot of Batgirl. Um, and I've read a couple. I read I read Gotham Academy. <laughs> Gotham Academy is adorable. <laughs> I, love, I love Gotham Academy. Um, so um, a lot of these people, their initial like personalities and backstories and things, I'm just not that familiar with. Right. Um, but I do like her a lot. Right. I don't know. Um, you know, I think Firefly, and again, I could be wrong. Is I think she was actually introduced. The the the, the, the character of it was in the animated Batman the animated series, which was a fantastic thing, by the way. So she wasn't comic at all. I don't think so. I mean, they, I think she was one of those ones that was pulled in. Okay, um, so she's I, like Harley. Yeah, kind of like Harley Quinn was. So um, I think this is interesting. It's like he's creating his own version of like the Legion of Doom, but it's like like these are like the rogues gallery that are my personal favorites of, of Batman. Now, what is rogues gallery? Rogues got like, it's his villain list. Like these are, these are like the rogues. They're like, these are the guys who like, if you had to go, yeah, these are Batman's villains right here. Gotcha. And they, I feel like these are the quintessential outside of the Joker. Like these are like the, the next, like Joker's kind of his own plane. But if you don't have the Joker <laughs> around, Joker is his own plane. Yeah. You have this. And, uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, Penguin, in the comic books, he is kind of the, the gatherer. He's like, you know, like the almost legit businessman. Like, I appreciate the Penguin because his type of villainary is kind of the old school mobster mindset. And I think they're doing a great job in Gotham of kind of him building that up. Yes. And him kind of being the, the man behind lots of moving things in Gotham. I definitely have found it interesting, his progression. Mm -hmm. Because, like... When the show first started, I was like, there's no way that this guy's going to be Penguin. Right. Penguin's like <laughs> the mob boss. And he's also the one that has penguins following him as he walks. But <laughs> <laughs> This isn't that movie. <laughs> but, but it's like, I think it's been an interesting, they've really done a lot of character development with him. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, but I think it's interesting pulling together again, Mr. Freeze. I'm actually enjoying this, Mr. Freeze. I mean, anything's better than the movie we shall not speak of. Anything is better than that movie's version of Mr. Freeze. But he'll be back. <laughs> she said that. She made that joke. I did. <laughs> I know what we're talking about. Right. And I also appreciate that they have... Poison, I, interesting that they have Poison Ivy and Freeze also because they were both in that movie. Really? Yes, I believe I so. Don't think we've watched yes. that one because it hurts your soul so badly. Okay, so we had to do a quick cut because my brain was was not functioning at the moment. I, I need more coffee in my life. But um, I, I was blending a couple versions. Of it. I was right originally when I said it was Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze. It was the 97 Batman movie. Um, Batman versus Robin. No, Batman and Robin. Yes. Batman and Robin. Batman versus Robin was a whole other thing. Okay. Batman, Batman and Robin, which was the one that it was the nail in the coffin for the Batman franchise because it was so bad, so bad, as bad as Mister Freeze's jokes. They were so bad. And then, and then the Christian Bale team came and tapped the nail out. Yes, pretty much. Okay. So, but yeah, so I think it's interesting that the, they're kind of in that together. But, um, and I think Ivy's interesting. I'm curious what they're going to do with it. They seem to make her more of a, less of a, a meta-human who can control 
plants and talk to the plants and more of a just like really good like just I don't know what you call them but the people are just really good at knowing what plants do what horticulturist yeah that's it I think that they're gonna go both ways with it yeah like she's very knowledgeable but you have to keep in mind because of of what her story is in this show Mm -hmm. she's like 14. Right. So the fact that she knows all of this... Well, she was a reader. I mean, she was a real book nerd in the first couple seasons. But they also... She also told Penguin that the plants talk to her. Mm -hmm. So I think that they are going the meta route with her. Mm -hmm. It's just that... Subtle. Very subtle. Right. To the point of you could almost miss it. Right. I don't know. Maybe. So I think it's all interesting that whole little thing is put together. Um, and then obviously the thing that happened at the, towards the end of it, uh, um, it was Riddler joining the Court of Owls. Which I'm not entirely sure if he's joined or not. I think he is. I think his curiosity will say he's like, I am going to be part of the Court of Owls. Like, cause it's the great mystery. Like he, he's, he is so big about secrets and cause secrets are nothing more than a mystery. They're the greatest secret of Gotham. Yeah. And especially if you look back at, like, their lore in the comics. Yeah. I mean, their lore in the comics is, like, super, super creepy. Um, Because they're not creepy enough already. Right? They're so creepy. Like, they have a, in the comic books, they have this um, childhood rhyme. Like, parents would sing to their kids, like a lullaby, but it was, like, really a, I'm going to, t- like most lullabies, I'm going to terrify you, child, so you don't move. Like, London Bridge is falling down is a terrifying thing to really think about. But the one that they have in the comic books for the Court of Owls is just straight creepy. It, it reads, Beware the Court of Owls that watches all the time, ruling Gotham from the shadow perch behind granite and lime. They watch you at your wreath. Is that right? No, your hearth. They watch you at your hearth. They watch you in your bed. Speak not a whisper word of them, or they'll send the talon for your head. These guys are creepy! Well, I mean, it's a secret organization that's ruling Gotham. Like, how do you even go, hey, we're going to start a secret organization, and we're going to control things for Gotham, (laughs) because that's what we do. Right. Well, I mean, a lot of the groundwork for this, for this in the modern comics was laid back years ago with what they called the Gates of Gotham, which is where they, uh, there were four main routes into Gotham, and each one has a different name. Wayne, Cobblepot, and I forgot what the other two are, but they're prominent names of the city. And so you saw this ruling class, but even then there was an air of mystery about it. And you had the New 52 happen, and where they really dove into it, which to be honest, the Batman run of the New 52 was the best thing to happen in the New 52. Hmm. I mean, it was the best thing. I don't know. The, I kind of appreciated what they did with Wonder Woman. Well, I can see that. But but what they did with Batman, it, it, I think it's one of the few things that I really appreciated was the storyline of the Court of Owls. Yeah. And, and the fact they're pulling that in into Gotham, I find it very interesting, although it's, it still seems very different. Like, you never see them take their mask off. Like, like, when you read it, like, it's almost like they don't even know each other sometimes. Yeah. So, which and, would make sense in this type of an organization, right? Because if somebody gets caught, yeah, yeah. doing something, but that's the thing is, they don't because the talons kill them. And I'm curious what they're doing with the talon if they're gonna do like in the comics because in the comics, the talons 
they're like these guardians that are woken up like in sequence and like they're like asleep for a hundred years and they wake up and they're like they're never like you could stab the dude and he doesn't die Ooh. they're like daisies they just pop back up <laughs> <laughs> so so I just, I just had an image of the actor who's playing the talon uh -huh. like laying down and all of a sudden popping up and being like mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. There was some motioning going on there for those of you at home. So that's I find that very interesting about what's happening with the Court of Owls, and I'm 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 very intrigued to see what, where they go with this, especially now that they brought in Jim Gordon as a member of the Court of Owls. Which was that canon? No. Because holy crap. No, that's not canon at all. That's this that a lot of this again. That's they're taking elements. I think like the hardcore comic book fanboys, they're going to be angry because it's not accurate, but. If you look at it as a Elseworlds mindset, which mm -hmm. I love Elseworlds, I so badly want the the, the big omnibus of, of Elseworlds that uh, DC did, especially the stuff that revolving around Batman. And again, this is what makes Gotham so great, is that it's just about, it's more about Gordon and the GCPD yeah. than, than necessarily Bruce. And even even still, with what's happening, it's interesting what you're seeing with Bruce yeah. take place. Well, and it's interesting the fact that they've given Bruce and Gordon a previous relationship because mm -hmm. they very much have a relationship in the com in the comics. Yeah. Just from what I've read, I can see that. Mm -hmm. that yeah, they have like like a real close uh, friendship in the comics and, and mutual respect. So it's interesting. Now the thing that that we were like, what the crap? <laughs> tell, tell tell our <laughs> listeners what happened at, towards the end of the episode that you're that we're both like, what? Okay, so so major spoilers. Not that everything else in the world hasn't been, mm -hmm. or in this episode hasn't been, but um, Bruce Point Two. What what are we calling him? Bruce Bruce Two. Bruce Two. Bruce Two. The clone. He uh, has been replaced so that Bruce One can go and be with this Raj character. Alfred's starting to get suspicious. We're calling him Raj. We don't know if he is Raj. I said Raj character. Okay. It's, it's we don't know if he's Raj, and, and they listen to the beginning. They know what I'm talking about. Right. Um. And he goes to Selena, and because there's something coming, the court is bringing judgment on the city, mm. and there's something coming. Right. Like a weapon is what we're calling it. A weapon, it's it's big, it's bad, it's nasty. We're assuming. It could be small and little and powerful. But he goes to Selena because Bruce, too, has attached a relation, attached emotion to her. Mm -hmm. And so he tells her what's going on without telling her everything. And, like, she says she's going to tell Alfred. Right. And he freaks out, and he's like, you can't. And she goes, how are you going to stop me? Right. And so he shoves her out a window. Right. And, like, that part of the episode ends with her on the ground, and she is dead. Now, I don't think that they're actually going to kill her because it's Catwoman. But, <laughs> but... But I like Selena. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's really interesting. And, and I find it, I think it's cool what they did, though. Like, the fact that they had Bruce 2 respond that way is interesting to me. Okay. Because it's, 
because earlier in the episode he says that um, the court gave him purpose, which is something he had nothing. Yeah. Like in his mindset, he had no purpose. So even the little bit of purpose given to him meant the world to him. And even though he had this attachment to Selena, someone who he, I think he genuinely cares about. Yeah, I think he does. The fact that she was threatening his purpose, I mean, that speaks volumes, I think, in the writers that they saw that. Because that's that's a real life. Like when somebody goes, this is my purpose, and somebody threatens your purpose, like something you like, this is what you're holding on to. Yeah. We do crazy things. Yeah, we do. And we fight for it. And and now, unfortunately, his fighting for it led to the the fall so you know literally and so the fall. um but i think this is great writing like yeah. the fact oh, yeah, that, writers that one, you know this is how people think i don't i don't think see them going this is how people think but the writing in this whether it was on accident or on purpose was phenomenal because that really is like you can really see this guy the bruce too of course he's dying he's a clone it's all he has left is this purpose that was given to him by these people now I think there's gonna, he's going to find a new purpose later on, obviously. Yeah. I would hope so. But Unless he just dies. Yeah. But I think it's fantastic writing. Oh, yeah. That took Absolutely. Place. Now, the fall and the whole thing, because at the end of the oh. episode, you oh. see these cats come out. And the kitties are sad <laughs> because Catwoman has died. But, <laughs> but what's sad. cool about it is that it very much it overlaps with um, the 1992 Batman Returns movie. Which was, uh, it was done by Tim Burton. It's one of the ones that I love greatly. The first two in that whole, um, whole sequence of Batman movies are my favorites of the, of the whole thing. Right. But, um, in that, Selena, who's played by Michelle Pfeiffer, or, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, who, if you line up Michelle Pfeiffer, who is the Selena in that movie, and then the girl playing, um, her in, uh, Gotham, because she's stinking adorable. She is, but they look like it, it could be her, her like her daughter, her granddaughter, or something. Do we know for sure that that's not her? Yeah, they're not related. Okay. Or everything I can see, they're not related. But the fact that it looks so similar, and then like Michelle Pfeiffer and her, her character in the movie, she's pushed out the window hmm. by an antagonist, um, and she falls to her death. And these cats come out, and they like they bite her and junk. But like. Like, she somehow gains their powers, and she, like, the whole, and by powers, I mean, like, the whole, you know, nine lives of a cat. Like, she gets that. And so, throughout the movie, she dies several times in the movie, gets back, and, uh, to the, the very ending of it all. Um, but I wonder if that's what they're doing with this Selena and Gotham. They're trying to lay out the whole, she's died and now she's becoming the Catwoman yeah. character. Really starting to get the Catwoman character. Like, I wonder if if what happened on Indian Hill, like, if like they're going to incorporate somehow, like, maybe, like, she was always part of Indian Hill somehow. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. But I'm really curious to see what they do with um, that. And it's possible that even if she wasn't part of Indian Hill, mm-hmm. that her mother was. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, her, her mother wasn't exactly the most stable woman. Mm-hmm. True story. So, but I don't know. I just know I don't want want Selena to leave the show. <laughs> I like her. No, they won't leave. She won't. It's just too big of a character for the show. So, and that's the crazy thing about Gotham that I'm really enjoying is all these characters are major. Like, Bruce is a major character. Gordon's a major character. Bullock's a major character. Selena's a major character. These are major essential characters to the entire Batman lore. You can't just kill them off and send them away. Yeah. You know, 
Other ones, like Leslie Tompkins, technically, yeah, she's there, but she's actually a side character in the comics. Okay. Um, and I like her just because she's an aura. Right. Now, I don't like what they're doing with Barbara. and uh, uh, That's weird. And I'm not really sure how that plays out later. So, But all in all, I'm enjoying the season. I thought the last episode was really interesting. And I'm really, really looking forward to the next episode of Gotham that's going to be happening. So the next episode of, of Gotham is called Heroes Rise, Light the Wick. And, and the IMDb reads, uh, Gordon tracks down the weapon the Court of Owls intend to use for the destruction of Gotham. Catherine and Temple Shaman, because that's all we're calling him, tell Bruce about their next move. Ivy offers Selena help. Which means Selena's alive. She's alive. But how is Ivy offering her help? And what what is the weapon? I, I mean, we know it's, a, it's in a crate, it's in a box. It wasn't the other day it was a very big box. And it was probably a person who came from Indian Hill. So yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. Well, let me ask you this. Are there any major villains that they have not touched on yet? Well, I mean, there's a plethora of, of villains. I mean, they haven't touched... Major ones. Ones that would be like, oh, it's that one. You know, I don't know. I really don't. Part of me, um, with the Court of Owls, one of the most interesting things I brought out was the potential of... There's one person who may or may not have been Bruce's brother. Hmm. Not clone. But actual brother. His actual brother. And so there's a question as to, um, and, and he became a real big deal in the front half of, of the New Fitzu uh, Batman. Uh, it actually introduced the Court of Owls. So I'm very curious as to what this guy really is. And, like, if the weapon is that. Like, I think that would be kind of cool for them to bring that in. So, I just don't know. Right. So, guys, tell us what you guys think. Let us know. Um, tweet us or send us messages on Facebook or however. And let us know your thoughts on this episode that we just watched um, of, of Gotham. Let us know what you think is happening in Gotham. And also, let us know what's hap- what you guys think of, of our show, Calm Talk. Yeah, um, let us know. It's been, again, we want your feedback. This is a show where we want to interact with you guys, want to hear from you, and, and talk back and forth. And uh, we're going to have some other people come on the show. Um, we've got a guy that we're going to be talking with here uh, possibly in the next couple of weeks. Really interesting conversation about the music of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. So I think that's about it. Guys, do us a favor. Um, while, while we have your attention, check out our friends at Nerd in the Verse. Um, check out our friends over at Comic Tom, uh, Comic Talk 616 and also check out our friends at Geeks Under Grace as y'all know we've we've written a couple Bible studies with them for mm-hmm. them um, they're doing some pretty cool stuff like later this month they are doing a Legend of Zelda week like one once a day every week there will be an article about Legends of Zelda all all the Legends of Zelda's <laughs> so many Zeldas. So um, they're also doing lots of other stuff. They've got podcast writers. They've got live, you know, Christian living articles. They've just gotten a couple. A lot of reviews. A lot of reviews. A lot of reviews. Gotten a couple music people up. I think the music team is going to be doing some reviews on on some different stuff. I'm not sure how that's going to look, but I'm intrigued and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm greatly anticipating this. So. True story. 
So, well, guys, that's about it from us here at ComTalk. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, I'm Dallas, and this is Celeste. And you can find us at Geek Devotions on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and make sure you check out our show on YouTube, where we have episodes coming out every Friday and Tuesday. And this month is uh, May Movie Madness May with, movie our, madness. <laughs> with our friends over at the Ministry Training Center of the Healing Place. So, guys, don't forget... Above all, we love you, we care about you, and we really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast and being part of our wonderful Devoted Geek community. Okay, guys, stay devoted. Peace and love.